Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Muma, and this is Employment Notebook on localjobnetwork.com radio. Here, our goal is to offer up some advice on improving your production and value at work with some conversations with experienced professionals. Now, this time around, we're examining the idea of managing up just what that means and why it's beneficial. To break it all down, we have human resources consultant Crystal Spragans joining us today from Pennsylvania. Crystal, welcome back to LJN Radio. Thank you, Tim. It's nice to be back. Now, we did have you on a prior show. However, some listeners, I don't know why, may not have listened to that one. So if you could fill us all in a little bit on your professional background and experience. Sure. I'm an HR professional, and I have been for the past 15 years. Uh, I'm certified. I've been certified for about 10 years. So far in my career, I've been focusing on smaller to mid-sized companies, helping them develop their HR functions so that they can be uh, better companies all the way around. And um, I'm what's known in the industry as a generalist. So I've got my hands in a bunch of stuff across HR functional areas, such as benefits, payroll, policy development, policy writing, training, organizational development, employee relations, process improvement, compliance, onboarding, uh, you name it. Well, that's perfect. I mean, obviously, we're talking about some different uh, aspects in the workplace. And really, what we're focusing on today is this buzz term. I mean, I've seen it in different articles, heard it on the radio. And the idea of managing up, I guess, for yourself, with your experience, your roles that you've played, what does that mean exactly to you, managing up? Managing up, uh, to me, means consciously and proactively, and to use another buzzword, mindfully, managing your relationships with your superiors okay. to your benefit. Sure. Are there other you know, descriptions that have been out there, other definitions that you like, dislike, don't seem to fit? Uh, what, what sort of other, uh, other things have you heard out there? So um, in the article that I wrote on TLNT, I referenced two definitions, one from the Wall Street Journal and one just from the Urban Dictionary. And um, I don't particularly like either one because <laughs> I don't think they go far enough. Okay. I mean, for example, the one in the Wall Street Journal says it's the definition about stretching yourself and, you know, going above and beyond tasks assigned to you to help your manager do a better job, to enhance your manager's work. And it's like, well, yes, that's true, mm-hmm. but this is not just about enhancing your manager's work. This is about enhancing your career. So it doesn't go far enough. And then um, in Urban Dictionary, they say the process of of managing your boss so that you and people who work for you can get work done with uh, minimal interference. It's like, well, okay, when you manage up well, it does contribute to more uh, efficient work processes. But again, that's not what it's really about. It's really about managing that relationship um, so that your career is what you want it to be. Well, let's jump into that. The idea of it's, you know, it should help you as an employee. What are some of the benefits of being able to effectively manage that relationship? Uh, you know, how do you go about that? And just in general, what would you point to as being the, the beneficial side of managing up as an employee? Well, the beneficial side is it makes you an active participant in your career. Hmm. And when I counsel employees, I always tell them it is, I believe this is the God's honest truth and it's no criticism of any employer, but I tell employees, nobody cares about your career as much as you do. Right. Nobody cares about your family as much as you do. So, for example, I was counseling a young woman who wanted to approach her manager about a flexible work arrangement, and 
she had all kinds of reservations about approaching her manager. And I said to her, listen, if this is something that you think will benefit your family, you need to think about how to do it. Hmm. Because your boss doesn't care as much about what kind of mother you are as you need to care about what kind of mother you are. That's just the way it goes. I mean, managers are managing their own careers. Right. Right? No, yeah, no, that's, that's completely fair. Yeah, no, I don't think you're out of line at all with with that. As you say, you're not criticizing anyone. It's just a fact. Nobody's going to care as much about you and your family as you do, at least hopefully. Right. <laughs> right. So you need to do what you need to do to manage up, to own the things that are important to you that your manager may know nothing about. And when you do it, you're just more satisfied with your uh, current situation and also you develop skills that will take you no matter where you plan on going and you become a better employee. The managing up is, a, it, it is, as I said, you know, I, I do um, subscribe to some of that Wall Street Journal definition. It is about enhancing your manager's work and your manager will appreciate that. And in fact, I can tell you, Tim, that when employees become disengaged, and employees who had previously managed up very well stop because they no longer care about their career at mm. that particular organization. They no longer care about what's important to their boss. Their sure. boss notices and says something about it and are not, not pleased. Because managing up really does help both parties. So you asked about, well, you know, how do you do it? What did it really mean? Like, give me some practical examples. Managing up could be as simple as keeping your boss on task. Suppose you have a disorganized boss who um, forgets meetings, forgets things that you told them, you know, that were going to happen and so forth. One way to manage up, or one way that you would be managing up is to find ways of keeping that manager organized. So mm-hmm. it might be that you're developing a, you know, a weekly um, status report okay. that lets your manager know what you've done in the past week or so, or, or maybe you do it monthly, however, whatever it works for your situation. But somehow you are keeping that, you are proactively keeping that manager informed of what you're doing. And sure. that actually, that's a lot of managing up. It's just keeping your manager proactively informed of things that are going to affect him or her and you and the business in general. You know, some people would ask, and I've heard this in different industries, well, why can't I just put my head down, do good work, and that should be enough to help me with my career? And I can use that to say, you know, look, this is what you asked me to do. I'm getting it all done, even if you are going above and beyond. Why is this relationship side of things an important aspect as opposed to just doing what you're paid to do, so to speak? Right. Well, it's just not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you are interested in merely getting a paycheck, I suppose that you could merely do what you're paid to do and forget about the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're interested in seeing that paycheck increase, you probably need to do some more. It just takes more than that to stand out. It takes more than just doing your job, which after all is what you're paid to do. You're paid to do your job. It takes more than doing that to get the attention that most employees desire to get the attention from their manager to develop their careers, to notice their accomplishments. I mean, you know, I hate to blame everything on the economy, but this economy really has, uh, I really think it has changed things in some very uh, marked ways in that people are so busy and overwhelmed and overworked, and some people are doing 
you know, the jobs held previously by three people. Now, maybe it should only have been two people. Maybe three was too much, but mm-hmm. it's still two people. And their managers are overwhelmed, and people are feeling pressure. And the, just the – and there's so much information coming to everyone all the time via, you know, social media and just even interpersonal interactions that finding the time – to really develop an employee is something that a lot of managers cannot do. Right. And even if they had the time, they don't have the skill. Hmm. And that's another thing. So you don't want to be hampered as an employee because your manager is weak. You want to have your career go where you want it to go despite your weak manager. And it's possible when you manage up. What I hear a lot of this is really about really owning your career, taking charge of what you're doing and not just sitting back and hoping you get recognized and hoping that you're, you're working with people that are going to push you forward. Absolutely. Again, it's not even about having, you may have a strong manager, but regardless of how strong uh, she is, she doesn't read minds. You know, I appreciate being managed up as a manager and I consider myself a good manager, surprise, <laughs> but I, I, you know, I do. I, I recall once speaking with a former subordinate of mine and what had, I forget the exact problem, but the bottom line is she went off to solve a problem and she came back to report to me and she said, blah, 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 told me thus and such. And I told him, Crystal's not going to like that. <laughs> and so we did thus and such. And that was, and so she solved the problem knowing that's right. I wasn't going to like what he said. Right. And she's telling me that, right? So, She's saying to me without saying to me, look what a great employee I am. I am in tune to you and what you think and what's important to you. And I'm perfectly fine with that. Right. It helps us both. It's interesting you bring that up. And and I don't necessarily feel this way, but I've, I've seen some people mention this is, isn't that some sort of form of manipulation a little bit? You know, are people going to use underhanded tactics to sort of, you know, be in the good graces, be the, the good worker, be the, the goody two-shoes, the, the you know, boss's pet, that kind of thing? What would your response be to the idea that it's manipulation more so than anything else? Right. Well, in terms of, um, I have a couple of comments to that, but in terms of like being the goody two-shoes and all that and brown nosing or whatnot, I mean, I find that the employees who know how to manage up are your brightest employees, hmm. your uh, most emotionally intelligent employees. They're not merely crafty. You know, crafty employees can brown nose their way through stuff, but that's not the same thing as knowing how to manage up, number one. The other thing I would say is if, you, if anyone, anyone who thinks that managing up is akin to manipulation is really missing the mark sure. because manipulation is all about controlling someone else Hmm. through, as you say, underhanded techniques to get someone to do what she wouldn't otherwise do. Managing up is about self-control. It is not about controlling other people. It's about you being you and in in an upfront way, showing who you are and what you're worth and just making sure that um, your manager sees that, um, but it is in no way about underhandedly doing things, in, you know, where manipulation is opaque, I think managing up is transparent. Hmm. Like I said, my employee comes to me and says, tells me, you know, what she said. I don't see that as 
her underhanded way or her, you know, subliminal way of, you know, manipulating my mind to know how great she is. Sure. That's just her way of telling me. <laughs> to me, it was very upfront. It's like, you know what? And I appreciate that because you're right. I wouldn't have liked that. And I'm glad you were able to handle that problem knowing that. So now it's done. I think, And I think you did a good job of explaining the difference there and, and pointing out the idea of control. I think that's a great, uh, great mm-hmm. word to use in that situation. At the same time, not that you would be necessarily pitching this to employee, employers and managers saying, hey, this is, this is part of the process, but what would you say is the benefit to management when the employees are working on that relationship and managing up? Right, to employees. So it's, it's um, sort of what I said before, like if you have a weak manager or maybe one who's disorganized or very busy or whatnot, when an employee is managing up, that helps that manager. Mm-hmm. If you are being proactive and coming to your manager about situations that could cause a problem down the line or providing information that she's going to need later on without her having to come to you, sure. that's a good thing. I mean, the worst thing, one of the worst things, I think, for a manager, I mean, it's happened to me, so I can speak to it personally, is to be sort of sideswiped by something that your employee has done that you had no knowledge that it was going down, and now another manager is coming to you and saying, blah, 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 did thus and such. Right. That's not good managing up, right? Managing up is the employee comes to me and says, I had this conversation with so-and-so, and I'm about to do thus and such. Is that okay with you? That's managing up. It really is about working collaboratively with your manager. Now, I mean, I could imagine that there are some managers out there who would bristle at the notion. In fact, I mean, I, I made a joke in my article about mentioning this idea of managing up to a manager and her giving me an odd look. And I have to tell you, Tim, she was a manipulative personality. So maybe to her, (laughs) it did sound like manipulation. That's how she would have done it. But, you know, it's it really helps the organization all the way around because, again, people are then invested in their own careers. Managers don't have to be guessing Mm -hmm. about what's important to an employee and then finding out, you know, the hard way that they were wrong. Everyone's involved in the process, and that's how it should be. Well, it's interesting you bring up the idea of that manager sort of being a manipulative person maybe in their own right, and that's why they have the skepticism. I think that probably happens more than when we like to believe that our own uh, insecurities probably are portrayed on other people in those ways. At the same time, I think there are a lot of employees out there that would be uncomfortable possibly I don't want to say playing the game, but involving themselves in that type of thing. Again, they want to, they don't want to ruffle any feathers. They don't want to come off as being pushy or manipulative or anything like that. What would you say to them who are just uncomfortable and they have some anxiety about dealing with uh, that sort of thing? Well, I would say that as often, oftentimes I recommend find a coach, find a mentor, whether it's, you know, I'm not saying somebody you have to pay to give you advice, but someone within the organization who seems to be doing really well, <laughs> who, with whom you can speak, someone who seems to get the things that make her happy at work, who seems to get the good assignments, who seems to, who got that flexible schedule, who went from here to there, and talk to that person to find out what did she do? What did he do? And I would say, I mean, for me, sometimes I have to play mind games with myself. You know, I think I may have mentioned some article. I can't remember. Like, there have been times where I've wanted to approach uh, a boss about some some request, and I was just 
scared to death to do it in my own right. Right. And I had to remind myself that I don't just work for me. I work for everybody who resides in my household, including my children. If I don't do this thing, they will suffer. They'll miss out. So I need to do it for them, if for no one else. Mm -hmm. That helps me, right? I would say, you know, if if it really sort of makes you so uncomfortable, the idea of being proactive or assertive to, to that degree, that you can decide not to do it then. But the downside is you may not get the recognition and the rewards that you want. You just may not, right. as you know, as we talked about. So you can make that choice, but then these are going to be the consequences. If you want to do it, you try it a little bit at a time and really find, again, I mean, I think it is so important to find someone who will guide you through it. I mean, I, you know, I like to think that I have helped employees along the way because I just believe that everyone has a right to assert herself or himself at work. Sure. I mean, I just don't think there's any reason why I, I should do a job that I hate. I don't want to talk about parts of a job, but I just don't see any reason why I shouldn't at least explore the desire, explore desires that I have, and then I shouldn't be able to talk to someone about that. So I've been very open about coaching younger employees how to manage up, what it means. And some of it is not... You know, it could be as simple as simple as, like I said, doing a status report proactively for your your manager, or as simple as just popping in to your manager's office on a daily basis and saying, "Hi, this is you know something you might want to know about today." Right. Um, just keeping that communication open. It doesn't have to be elaborate. It should be strategic, depending on you know the larger the prize, the more the strategy. But um, in its most simple form, it's just about being proactive in your communications. Well, Crystal, again, you've given us uh, some nice perspectives here on, uh, on this idea of managing up and just the relationship side of things between employees and managers. Uh, we are getting low on time again here very quickly. So I just want to give you the opportunity, again, to express yourself uh, however, wherever you want to go with this regarding this topic and what you think is important or essential for our listeners to hear as we look to wrap up. So, I mean, again, for the employees, I would say... Um, this concept of managing up is becoming, I think, more and more important as people are more and more stressed for time and as more and more managers are promoted who maybe don't have the skill to manage and they're not acquiring those skills because of all the other things that we talked about in terms of lack of time. Mm-hmm. It, it may be that your manager has every would love to develop you but has no idea how to do it. So you've got to help that manager if you want to get where you want to go. And for employers, I would say, or managers, I would say, this is not a concept to fear. Fact is, if you have a boss, however, whatever your station is in the organization, you should be managing up. I don't care if you report to the president, you know, you should be managing up to some degree. And it's nothing to be scared of. It has nothing to do with giving up control. It has nothing to do with giving up authority. It is really a help to you to helping you manage your staff without having to do all the heavy lifting. That sounds like a perfect way to wrap it up, Crystal. That will just about do it for us here on this episode of Employment Notebook and our discussion on managing up. Our guest has been Crystal Spragans, a human resources consultant in Pennsylvania. Crystal, thanks again for coming on bring us in your, uh, your insight today. We definitely appreciate it. You're so welcome, Tim. Of course, if you, the listeners, have any comments, questions, or suggestions for any of our shows on LJN Radio, feel free to send us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later. 